0: York's talk station with the king of New York Curtis lewa 77 WABC let's go brandy. I, keep the drum, I President Joe Biden finds this empowering. You think he finds this energizing because this is one of the top dance hits in the country now. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, even Phil, a person of no consequence, useless as he is, uh, actually is toe-tapping to this. A whole bunch more. And it's being played out on the campaign trail, not by the forces that are uh, pro-Joe Biden, or pro-democrats in this midterm election but the republicans it's just a great dance song and it might as well have been the theme song yesterday because president joe biden decided he would go down to southern florida he would campaign for democrats in distress in what has become a completely red state now desantis land in hollandale how many of you remember hollandale i do My Uncle Ralphie lived there. A bunch of other aunts and uncles of mine fled uh, New York in the 70s when a million people left New York City because of the crime, the burned-out buildings, and the uh, total desolation and desperation that equipped our city. Yeah, we've been down this path before. And you know why, Lou, they went to Hollandale? Got to ask uh, Sid Rosenberg, uh, because the track is right there, Gulfstream. So they'd get there after the seventh race, they'd let him in for free, and then they'd bet as degenerate gamblers on the ponies there. By the way, we will be talking about a degenerate gambler who got coal busted yesterday. I had warned Sid Rosenberg and all of you back when he was running for public advocate in the open run for the seat that it, seat that had been vacated by uh, Chick, and we'll get to talk about her now. The Attorney General of the State of New York, Tish James, who refuses to debate Michael Henry, the Republican conservative uh, challenger. We'll get to all of that. It's all synergistic, but it really starts with the um, President of the United States in Hollandale. And if you didn't think the Democrats were in trouble up until now you got to think they're in trouble when the president of the United States comes to a senior citizen enclave like Hollandale, where everybody wants to go to the track, Gulfstream, uh, right after the seventh race to get in for free. And you need a congresswoman, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the former head of the DNC, uh Actually fire up the crowd that was showing absolutely no spontaneity, no spark, no emotion for the keynote speaker attending trying to get out a Democratic vote in uh, in Florida for Charlie Crist uh, as the gubernatorial candidate running forever. Remember, Charlie Crist was a Republican governor. Then all of a sudden he became an independent candidate. Now he's a Democrat. He's had a beard from time to time. Uh, Some would say don't get into a uh, hot pool with uh, Charlie Chris. You don't want to get into anything like that. But anyway, uh, he is a man of many different backgrounds politically. And uh, President Joe Biden was there to try to fire up the vote. But notice how the congressman had to fire up the crowd first.
1: You want to improve people's lives? I bet some people in here want to improve people's lives. Are you with me? Okay. Come on people, let's wake up. We got the President of the United States in the house. Come on now. I know you got a little more energy than 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 I hear. Okay. Thank you very much. That's the crowd I know. Those are the people I represent. Okay. Just wanted to make sure you were, we're still here.
0: Yeah, they hadn't gone out to 7th race at Gulfstream. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's put our $2 bets on the ponies. Oh, my God. So then the President of the United States, again, for so like the umpteenth time, talks about how he lost his son, Bo, in Iraq.
1: And they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now. Because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in in Ukraine. And I think of Iraq because that's when my son died.
0: Wow. Unbelievable. Can I hear that again, Lou? This is like the uh, sixth time he has claimed that his son, Bo, died uh, died while serving the United States in Iraq. I think of Iraq because that's when my son died. Doesn't anybody actually sit him down and say, your son did not die in Iraq? I don't know who's worse, Fetterman or Biden, right? Fetterman or Biden. This, this is what you see on the nightly news. If it isn't Joe Biden with a faux pas, it's Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Wait, it doesn't stop there. He spoke about the doctor who invented insulin and swore that he had actually spoke to him. When Debbie
1: and I passed this law, it included everybody, not just seniors. And so what happened was we said, okay, you know how much it costs to make that insulin drug for diabetes? Cost. It was invented by a man who did not patent it because he wanted it available for everyone. I spoke to him. Okay.
0: Now, Lou, the guy who invented insulin died, the guy inventing in nineteen forty one. Joe Biden was birthed in 1942. But the President of the United States probably would swear on a stack of Bibles he talked to him. Maybe he channeled him. Who knows? You know, maybe he was uh, uh, playing, uh, you know, what so many people do. They put the Ouija board down and they try to channel somebody. Wait! It doesn't end there! He then forgets what century we're in.
1: Well, if anybody think if we're doing it for the first time now in the 20th, 21st century, going into the 20th, from the 20th century going into the second quarter of the 21st century, that we'd say 12 years is enough, think 12 years is enough in the, going into 20, 30, 40, 50.
0: Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> that, uh, you know. I'd want him to step aside because he's he's clearly impaired. It's c- clearly dementia. There's no other way of explaining it. First level of dementia. It only gets worse. It does not get better. There's no drug out on the market that's going to stabilize him uh, and then improve. Everyone who has had a family member or friend with dementia or Alzheimer's knows that this just gets worse. The problem we have, Lou, is that we have giggles. Waiting in the rear. He- 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 he. Vice President Harris. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 oh. <sighs> I don't know. It's... God. <sighs> An impaired Joe Biden who clearly has dementia. Fetterman and Giggles Harris. I feel like Monty Hall, you know, let's make a deal, pick door number one, door number two, door number three. And by the way, wasn't um, Giggles Harris, the vice president, appointed to be the Czarini in charge of border security, of which he has never visited? Did you happen to see that mob of Venezuelans, those uh, pro chavez Maduro Venezuelans? as they were charging our Migre, immigration and naturalization service agents, our border agents, between Juarez and El Paso. So you have the Rio Grande separating them on one side. All the Venezuelans are on the Mexican side. And, Lou, this one Venezuelan guy has the biggest Venezuelan flag I've ever seen. Now, you tell me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His loyalties are not to Maduro, a.k.a., Hugo Chavez and Venezuela, and they try to bust in. They try to bust through uh, our Migre, Immigration and Naturalization Service. The border agents had to start swinging and winging and tell them, hey, back up, back up. Finally, they did. They went on the Mexican side. But notice how we no longer pay attention to this because this isn't key to the election cycle. And by the way, whatever happened all those Venezuelans on Randall's Island right in the tent? It was supposed to be 500 single able-bodied Venezuelan men on Randall's Island. I hear from people who have been employed uh, to actually tend to their needs, to launder their clothes, uh, to take care of the Xbox they have, the lounge they have, the 72-inch big screen TV. There are only 12 Venezuelans there now. There was supposed to be 500. Notice how the media immediately forgets all about The tent that we're paying for on Randall's Island next to the homeless shelter, 350 yards away where the homeless guys are like ready to bum rush that tent because nobody's using it. And the National Guard have been positioned around there to protect the tent and what they thought were going to be hundreds of single able-bodied Venezuelan men. What happened? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I must direct you. To the Greg Kelly Show. He has done a magnificent job. He will be once again following me today, one to three, on dealing with the Michigash of what transpired at the Pelosi Mansion in Pacific Heights uh, as we go back to uh, early Friday morning when this guy Pepe broke into the house. That's what we've been told. Even though there was a private security officer who was stationed in a car. In the mansion next door, his job was to keep an eye on that property. He spotted this guy coming in with a hoodie, black clothes, black uh, shoes, and a black mask, uh, who had entered into the Pelosi residence. We're now told that Capitol Police have cameras trained on the Pelosi residence, which they're supposed to be monitoring 24-7-365 from a uh, location in Washington, D.C. They're not. And then, as you know, De Pepe, when he went in, uh, told uh, Mr. Pelosi, hey, I'm here for Nancy, where's Nancy, where's Nancy? By the way, I'm tired from having schlepped uh, all this material, you know, uh, the plastic ties, the tape, uh, the hammer in my backpack. I, I want to get some rest, so I'm going to tie you up in the interim, and I'm going to get some Zs. And we'll wait for Nancy. We're, we're supposed to believe all that. And now everybody is saying, everybody is saying, well, let's go to the videotape. It's sort of like what Warner Wolf used to say. Let's go to the videotape. There were body cams, right? There were three San Francisco police officers who arrived. We were told that. We don't know if there was a third person in the house. That's why you got to listen to Greg Kelly. He's been magnificent one to three Monday through Friday's on this. He's really focused on the minutiae and on his Newsmax TV show where he has uh, been totally consumed by it and, and pointed out all the inconsistencies. But I just want to know, why can't we see the body cam video of the three police officers when they came to the door? They claim somebody opened it. We believe it's a third person. They say no, it was just Mr. Pelosi opening it while being held by De Pepe. And so the prosecutor from San Francisco... That's right, not Boudin, uh, who had been uh, bounced from his job because of recall. But the prosecutor now, Brooke uh, Jenkins, said, you can forget about pretty much ever seeing that video. Uh, When and and if will will we see the uh, body cam footage from the cops? Uh,
1: When it is made available during a court proceeding. That will not, that's the way that this works. But will it become public? If it is played in a court proceeding, it will be public then.
0: What nonsense is this? If it's played in a court proceeding, then it will be made public. That's nonsense. First off, there's a very good chance to Pepe is going to take an insanity defense and is going to plead guilty and then gets sent up to Vacaville, which is on the way from San Francisco to uh, Sacramento. How do I know that? How many times I would take the interstate from San Francisco, where I have guardian angels, to Sacramento, where I had guardian angels, and the person driving would say, that's Vacaville. That's where Charlie Manson is. That's the state facility for the criminally insane. So if he cops a plea, which he's probably going to do, and then says that he was insane in the brain, uh, he'll be sent to Vacaville. He'll have pled guilty, and we probably will never see that video. That's nonsense. We need to see the video. We need to see it now. Oh, yeah. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77, WABC.
1: When you find yourself in danger, when you're threatened by a stranger, when it looks like you will take a lick
0: there is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you. Just call off for Super Chicken. Fred, if you're afraid, you'll have to overlook it. Besides, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. He will drink his super sauce and throw the baggers for a loss, and he will bring them in alive and kicking. There is one thing you should learn when there is no one else to turn to call for Super Chicken. I uh, love this cartoon when we were growing up, Lou. Super Chicken and who has elevated herself into the position of super chicken of all super chickens in this midterm elections. Well, it's the Attorney General Tish James who refuses, refuses under any circumstance, to debate her able and apt uh, and ahead in some of the polls, Attorney General, State Attorney General candidate for the Republican Conservative Party, Michael Henry. She was given an opportunity by New York One again to think twice about his, uh, her refusal to debate. She announced yesterday, she goes, I'm not going to debate because my Republican adversary, Michael Henry, lies when he calls me responsible for the increase in violent crime on our streets. She says that's a falsehood. She's afraid to get in the pit for an hour with Michael Henry. Now, I know Michael Henry. I've been on the campaign trail with him early on in the process when nobody really knew who Michael Henry was, and he was getting very little attention and recognition. Now he's getting a lot because it's clear that Tish James is afraid of him. And truth be told, she has internal polls that indicate that she is losing votes every day to Michael Henry. The polls say she's got a 10-point lead, but it's a soft lead because, as you know, she has spent her entire time as Attorney General of the state of New York prosecuting anyone labeled Trump, Donald Trump, Trump's family, Trump businesses. She is obsessed with the name Trump. She does nothing about public safety, nothing about law and order. And in fact, she was the biggest supporters and continues to be of no cash bail. So she refuses to get in the pit and debate one time for an hour. Wow. And you would think with editorial after editorial chastising her, you would think, Lou, that they will, as a result, fix her wagon and endorse Michael Henry. For Attorney General, the Republican conservative candidate, they won't, they won't. She knows she can just bide her time. But I'm telling you, internal polls that Team uh, Tish James has are surging on behalf of Michael Henry for Attorney General. Look, what you got to do is help Michael Henry. He's he doesn't have the money that Lee Zeldin does, and yet he's on that ticket. You got to pump some money into his campaign coffers in this last minute drive to November eighth. And the end of this midterm election cycle to michaelhenry4ag.com. That's michaelhenry4ag.com. Now, there's synergy here, Lou, because think back. You weren't here at the time. But this is soon after I fought for Sid Rosenberg to be brought up from uh, Hollywood in Florida to join the great Bernard McGurk to become the mid-morning team following Imus in the morning. I need, I need a little bit of time to define this. Imus in the morning was opposed to that. He wanted his very dear friend Mike Lupica of New Canaan, Connecticut, to do the program after him, 10 to 12, because at that point uh, uh, you had a situation where, ha, that's right, Geraldo Rivera was being shown the door. So he said, no, it's got to be Mike Lupica, and he's got to do it from his basement in New Canaan, Connecticut. That, was a, uh, that would be a disaster. Mike Lupica is a great sports writer, but he sucks in talk radio, as he did on ESPN and WABC. And if you go to what, page 29 of Citizens United, you can see it. Steal that book. Rip out the page. And he gives all credit to me for going in the office of the general manager at that time of Cumulus on WABC and saying to Chad Lopez, you must bring Sid Rosenberg up. You must unite them with Bernard McGurk. That is Bernard's uh, request, and he deserves this opportunity. And Chad did the right thing. He, would, he could have been fired. I mean, he could have been, by making that decision, you know, he would have been on the front pages like uh, Nash Kevin Nash, excuse me, not Kevin Nash, Nash, Steve Nash, who just got bounced from the Nets. We're going to talk about that momentarily, but he didn't. And that's how you ended up with the best morning show in all of talk radio, uh, Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg. I warned them because Sid Rosenberg was being honored at Russo's on the Bay in Howard Beach. And the guy who had gotten him the honor from the Queens GOP was Eric Ulrich. Remember, Lou, I warned Sid, stay away from that guy. He's all mobbed up. He's all mobbed up. He owes vigs to every wise guy in Howard Beach. The Gambinos in New Howard Beach, the Bananos in Old Howard Beach. It's record. And I said this when he was running for public advocate, and people said, yeah, but he's a Republican who has a chance to win in this open election to replace Tish James, that's right, the same Tish James, who is now running for attorney general because uh, Schneiderman, the perv, had to exit stage left. You see, it's a little complicated. But I went on record in 2018, and I continued to use his 50,000 powerful watts of sound to warn everyone to stay away from that Eric Adams Republican, Eric Ulrich, because he's crooked. He's in debt to the mob. He's half in the bag all the time. They had their their... T- 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 Talons right in him on both sides of Cross Bay. Nobody would listen. The Eric Adams administration knew this well. Come on, everybody in the streets knew this because he lined up all the builders to support Eric Adams, and they gave Eric Adams millions of dollars to run in the primary and then against me in the general election. Well, Eric Ulrich was stopped by the Manhattan DA coming outside of his house. By the way, Lou, uh, it's right around the corner from Sid Rosenberg. Hopefully, Sid, when he ran into him at the bagel joint where Eric was ordering the schmear, didn't have any conversation because that guy's probably wired up like a Christmas tree. He's probably going to become a confidential informant. That guy, you talk about chicken, that's Eric Ulrich. Anyway, they snatched his phone, and they talked about he is the central person involved in an investigation about gambling involving organized crime. And you know who made him the buildings commissioner with no experience whatsoever? Eric Adams. I mean, that is a department that is normally corrupt to begin with, where they give you a lettuce or a scat sandwich to look the other way, right? This is what Eric Adams said moments ago at a City Hall press conference when he was asked, what about, why are you keeping Eric Ulrich as your building's commissioner when he is the subject of an inf- investigation about organized crime controlling him through his gambling debts?
1: Uh, 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 no. Um, uh, my chief counsel has communicated with them, and yeah, I don't know if you guys look at my schedule, but from sun up to sundown, I'm all over the place, and I haven't had a chance.
0: Yeah, yeah, you haven't had a chance. How about uh, knock off the ribbon cuttings, giving out certificates and going to club zero bond and pay attention to your business? This guy needs to be bounced. He might as well be affiliated with the Gambino crime family. Eric Ulrich, and I warned you, and every Eric, Eric, Eric Adams Republican, I'm coming after you. And now, who's next? Phil Banks. Phil Banks, I've been warning you about Phil Banks. Deputy Mayor for Public Safety. He has a private office in the Verizon building. He does not have an office in City Hall or the police department. And he started... The private security company that got this million, million dollar contract from the MTA money taking agency to put private guards at the turnstiles to prevent uh, fair evasion of which they haven't done any in six locations. They're making millions. And he's involved in this process. And Eric Adams again says like Alfred E. Newman, what me worry. You see, when you want to bring the loot. You bring it to Phil Banks's office. The guy was formerly an unindicted co-conspirator in a uh, police uh, police corruption case. He became a confidential informant. This is the deputy mayor of public safety. Right? This—he's the next guy to go out in chains and shackles. Eric Adams wants to go to the big house, Lou. <laughs> That's the big house he's going to, prison at this rate, and not the White House. By the way, if you have a chance, go to twitter.com slash NYC mayor, twitter.com slash NYC mayor, and you see a picture of Eric Adams in the subways, Phil, even you can't believe this, where he's picking up trash, and everybody is sitting there paying attention to their cell phones, iPhones, and not even looking at the mayor or offering to help him. You know that was a stage shot. Just go to twitter.com slash NYC mayor. Hey, Mayor Eric Adams. You know, when the cat's away, the mice will play. You got one crook on the lamb that you're keeping as your uh, commissioner of buildings. That's Eric Ulrich. You got another crook, your friend Phil Banks, who is a confidential informer. That's why he uh, avoided being indicted for police corruption years ago. Uh, how many more will fall while you're out cutting ribbons? and giving out certificates, as you say, until the break of dawn. And then the other corruption case involves U.S. Senator Bobby Menendez, the senior senator of corruption, the most corrupt of the many corrupt senators on the Hill behind the cloakroom. Remember, he avoided um, being found guilty of uh, corruption when his Medici, his provider, Dr. Melgen, who was providing him with all kinds of gifts, all kinds of travel to the DR hookers galore that said in Santo Domingo, this cheapskate didn't even leave a tip. Anyway, he's potentially under indictment again for getting kickbacks from an Egyptian firm. that got the contract to certify all halal meat that is uh, consumed in the United States, man. That's a mega million contract. And, uh, What what, what was the one thing uh, that I remember from the uh, many press conferences he had when he was under indictment the first time in Newark Federal Court in downtown Newark? To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? Where's Dominic? Dominic basically ran interference for Senator Menendez at that time, our own Dominic Carter. I haven't heard him even mention this case. 12 midnight to 1, because all of a sudden, like, Sid Rosenberg is running from Eric Ulrich. You have uh, Dominic Carter running from Bobby Menendez, who will be indicted a second time. And by the way, uh, the evil seed who created another evil seed has his son running for his former congressional district. So the corruption of Men- Menendez can continue. <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I'm still on for tomorrow at 7.05, right? Right, guys, I'm still on, Phil. Yes, has I'm going to be asking him about his friend, Sid Rosenberg, Arthur Idala, who moved to have the judge removed from the Weinstein case. He represented that perv Weinstein, and actually the judge said, of course not. Well, his very dear friend at City Hall, Frank Carone, the third man in the corruption wheel, he'll be going out in chains and shackles, the chief of staff, uh, he knocked him off from being reappointed as a judge. And I'm going to ask Sid, what's up yeah, I thought I, that was your, your lawyer too. Oh, yeah, Sid Rosenberg in the hot seat tomorrow. And also, you know how Frank Morano is his very dear friend, Lou? You know how it's like a love fest between them? They might as well be swapping spit. I'm going to point out that when I was going in to lobby for Sid Rosenberg to be brought up so he can join Bernard McGurk, Frank Morano. Brought in a suggestion of who should host that show when Geraldo Rivera left. And you know who that person's name was? Arthur Idala. Yeah. Hey, did they ever tell that to Sid? Of course not. I know where all the bones are buried and who buried them. By the way, tomorrow all day is backing the blue here at WABC. All police, wherever they are. Look at that horrible situation that occurred in Newark. Two police officers uh, stopped a suspect for questioning in a previous shooting. It was in the parking lot. The suspect got to jump on the two cops. They should have had their hands on the gun. You see, that's why cops, when they approach a suspect, they got to they gotta have their hands on the gun. If not, in this case, both of them got shot. Thank God they're alive. And this enemy of society has uh, been captured after he was on the lam for days from East Orange, and his name is Howard, Kendall Book Howard, who uh, has a rap sheet, 500 Scott tissue papers long, and then just hours later, there was a shooting on South Orange Ave, and let me tell you, that's like a DMZ, a battleground there, people were getting shot all the time in Newark, uh, young girls, six, uh, two adults, thank God they're still alive. And the mother of the six-year-old was like all over Raz Baraka, the mayor of Newark, who was like friends of all criminals. He's hated the police. He was the evil seed of Leroy Jones, who changed his name to Amira Baraka, who always hated the police and always hated white people. And now listen to this black woman on South Orange Avenue say what so many black women have said here in New York City to Eric Adams. Do your job. Listen to this woman.
1: This madness has to stop, like, I'm asking the mayor, and I'm asking you, Mr. Mayor, put a stop to this, man, because it has to stop. You need to put your foot down. We need you out here, bro. Put a stop to this.
0: Yo, bro, we need you out here. Can I hear that cut again? Now, this is to Raj Baraka, but it might as well be uh, said to Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan by African-American women, who are losing their relatives, losing their sons, their grandchildren at record levels to the street violence.
1: This madness has to stop. Like, I'm asking the mayor, and I'm asking you, Mr. Mayor, put a stop to this, man, because it has to stop. You need to put your foot down. We need you out here, bro. Put a stop to this.
0: Yo, Raj Baraka, scrape the barnacles off your backside. Get your rearing gear, your uh, cop-hating ways your criminal-loving ways, and get out there on South Orange Avenue. What, are you a chicken, too? Bawk, <makes noise> Raj Baraka. <makes noise> Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. Basketball Jones,
1: okay. All, jokes. Got
0: a all, jokes. all oh right, baby. all of you Cheech and Chong followers. It doesn't mean you can uh, do puff puff pass. Now that it's the uh, waning moments of our lunch hour edition here at WABC, you don't want to miss Greg Kelly coming up. He'll have all the minutiae. Of the Michigash uh, that we're being fed coming out of that investigation of the home invasion of the Pelosi mansion in Pacific Heights, San Francisco. Anyway, the reason why I'm playing this uh, famous uh, Cheech and Chong song about Basketball Jones is Kyrie Irving. What a school ball, what a nut job. Here it is the Anti Defamation League said. To the owner, side, you know, the trillionaire, billionaire, whatever he is from uh, Taiwan. And Sean Marks, the GM of the Brooklyn Nets, who I hate, I loathe, I despise. As many fans do, they raised the uh, ticket uh, amounts this uh, year and uh, lots of vacancies in Barclays Center. But I digress. So Kyrie Irving, uh, you know, who joined the Flat Earth Society recently by linking... Uh, to some nonsense, just like Shaquille O'Neal did. But nobody really paid mind to that. It's just a school ball. But then he uh, linked up for all of his followers to a black Hebrew-Israelite movie that basically says that white people, um, you know, white people are (laughs) persona non grata, and that the real Jews are black people, Uh, not Ashkenazis, not Sephardics. And as you saw at one of the home games, there were a group of Orthodox Jews sitting in the front uh, who had shirts on that said uh, no anti-Semitism. And Kyrie Irving uh, would not address that. Uh, In fact, he was invited to a meeting for the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, He did not go. He sent a surrogate, a surrogate, even though the owner of the Nets went the general manager went, probably everybody uh, part of the administration. Look, without Jews going to basketball games in New York, man, there <laughs> ain't nobody in the stands. Certainly for the Knicks at Madison Square Garden and certainly at Barclays Center. So what do the Nets do? Do they suspend Kyrie Irving, who refuses to address this issue? No, they fire Coach Nash. Actually, was a nice guy from British Columbia, great Canadian uh, basketball player. They fire him. And this uh, craziness continues. Kyrie Irving. Oh, by the way, remember, he was best friends of Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. Remember, Eric Adams carved out a special exemption for Kyrie Irving so that he could play basketball, although he was not vaccinated. But the rest of you civil servants, cops, firefighters, health care workers, uh, sanitation guys, hey, you got fired, tough noogies. And it remains that way. You do not want to miss tomorrow. Lou, man, they better not knock me off the schedule. I know right now Phil is on the phone, maybe with Sid as we speak. 705, I'm drilling down on Sid Rosenberg, who didn't have me on last week, and all of a sudden I was persona non grata. His friendship with Eric Ulrich, I warned him back in 2018 the building's commissioner, the Eric Adams Republican, who is now being investigated by, that's right, Alvin Bragg. That's why Eric Adams never names and shames Alvin Bragg, because City Hall is in Manhattan, and there's enough uh, of a cauldron of corruption at City Hall that you could take quite a few of his appointees out on the daisy chain perp walk for corruption. Next one will be Phil Banks. After that, Frank Caron, if he doesn't retire by January 1st, You gotta listen tomorrow, 7.05 in the morning. Oh man, I'm taking it to Sid Rosenberg.